stacks you can uh, all right welcome to the triple double zone podcast with me and lefty today we have stacked the racks 12 with us just to go over some efl stuff what's going on fellas how y'all doing Wait, isn't it the, the touchdown zone for the EFL and the triple-double zone for the Yeah, uh, I, messed, I think I messed it up. Yep. Fail. We have, the power, yeah. we, have the, we, we have the power of editing, though. We can fix it. Adding more work <laughs> to me. Okay. Why don't Lefty do the intro? Fine. All right. Welcome to the... touchdown zone! <laughs> That's all I had for the intro. Like y'all gotta do it, y'all. <laughs> like just barge in and say some random shit. <laughs> Motherfucker, touchdown zone. <laughs> it's a very pirate thing to do. Just barge in and Arr. yell random stuff. Arg, bitch. <laughs> I, thought right, you're, well, I thought you were playing Madden and then you, like, got intercepted or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't played in a minute. Actually, I haven't played it since, you're, um, since you, like, destroyed me on the damn head-to-head. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need a break. Alright. Um... So we start with questions first. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, first one up from Little Redog. What are your thoughts on the future of the EFL? Who do you think is the next star? Um, that's a very good question. You saying the rookies? I'm guessing yeah. it means rookies. Yeah. Rookies are like second years or whatever who haven't like peaked. Mm-hmm. I'm liking Julian Falk. I like what I've seen from him so far in these first few games in preseason. Shout out to um, Jacob Marks from, as well. He's been progressing nicely. I know Spartan has been kind of shitting on him. <laughs> like, ever since he's been away from... Uh, Away from Death Valley, he hasn't really performed his greatest, but like he has all the ability. He just needs to put it all together. Yeah. What about on the defensive side of the ball? Defensively? I mean, normally linebackers do better than cornerbacks when they're like younger or whatever. So, like. Mm-hmm. I think lefties player actually Jarvis Taylor is like leading the league in pass deflections right now as a linebacker. Pretty interesting. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. I admittedly have not been paying attention to my AFL players as much as I have. There probably should be, but it's that's cool to know. Shout out to uh Clinton King where he got his first interception of his career last game. That's awesome. Damn. <laughs> but he's been steadily trucking along. I, I don't think he's had a 
game so far this year, less than six tackles. He's been putting in work in that area. I'm like what I'm seeing. Um, Masood McCauley, um, he's been doing decent enough. Um, I've, I don't think he got his interception yet, but he's been putting away as best he can from what I've seen mm-hmm. from him. Um, let's see if there's anyone else that I could think of. And someone is honking their horn outside. I don't know who. Um, that's fun. Let's see. Those are the main ones that come up top of my head right there. It'd be interesting if Nyko's player, TJ Dunn, does any good with his added carryover. That would be interesting. All right, All right next question. Who are your top 10 current players in the EFL? Well, top that's, 10. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. In no order, I would say Carswell, uh, Oscar, mm-hmm. uh, Peter LaFleur, mm-hmm. uh, Thorn Forg. You probably could say Bands as well since he won Defensive Player of the Year. That's five. Mm-hmm. And then you're looking at, I think Renault's going to have a breakout season this mm-hmm. season. And then that's six. And then we got someone like a uh, tax player, Borschlag Hammer. Now that mm-hmm. Patrick Kelly is like dying slowly, he's going to take over probably as like. The best wide receiver in the league, and then like who else is even there? Like I wouldn't consider myself top ten. Maybe next season. I can agree with that, but it. But you've been. But he's been. Player's been very, very accurate in his passing this year so far. Yeah. LaFleur's probably... I know, I, know, I know certain running backs are still in his touchdowns and everything, but um, uh, it's, been, it's been a real good safety net for him to actually get the ball to his receivers. Just got to get them to break the plane a few times. Yeah. The lefty, you got anything else? Any other players? Top 10? Trying to see if there was anyone else. Um, but you've hit most of the big ones. Yeah. Um, let me see. Would you anybody receiver wise? Would you consider someone like Claptrap top ten? He did pretty decent I, last season. I know. I would probably put him in the area where, like, you know, where some of the top dogs are going to be falling off, like the Carswells and the Oscars and all of them. I believe he's going to be right up there. I think he's, like, around, like, the 11 to 15 area. Makes sense. Like, just just waiting for, just waiting for like, the top dogs to get up. Because I, I don't know if he got any awards since he's been in the, in the league. But, he was super close last season. Yeah. And then he fell off to like the last few games. Mm-hmm. 
I say I say my running back Apollo King is probably working his way into the top twenty, maybe because yeah, he's sure. still kind of inconsistent in far, as far as like getting the like the average per carry up, and he hasn't really broke that many big gains since he's been in the league. But he's I think he's, he's working his con- way up there. He's been consistent with his one yard touchdowns. Hey, someone's got to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, let's see. Yeah, I think we hit most of the the big names. I, I don't know if you want to add any kickers in the top, but I wouldn't me personally because there's a lot of like skill position top guys that should be above kickers, them. Kickers is a hard position. Like I've said it before, mm-hmm. like kicker, you, like everyone has ninety plus in like all the kicker attributes in the EFL, but you're only good if you're on a good team because. Then you have more chances to score. Pretty much. Let me see. Trying to see if there was anyone else that I've missed. Um, yeah, you you fit you fit the majority of them. I, I agree with your list that you had right there. Would you consider a Reno's QB to be top 10 this season? What, uh, Tebe? Um, yeah. Yeah, his I first, first mm-hmm. regression season and his last season. I'd still consider him up there. Like, probably not top five, but I'll probably give him eight to the 10 area. I still think the other guys ahead of him are he still got a lot of fight in them. Yeah. So I'll still out, but he's no slouch by any means. So you can't really slip on him just just because he's you know you're getting up there in age. You know he could he could pop off one of those three touchdown three hundred yard games at any instant. So yeah. Um, okay. I guess let's go into the next question. Who would you say are some of the most underrated EFL players or players that aren't talked about about enough? Underrated? Mm. I, mean, I don't think... Like, I what's the definition of, like, underrated? Because, like... Maybe Dale Cooper, like he's never really in there for the what's it called for any awards, at least for the past few seasons. But he did get like 800 rushing, 800 receiving, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of someone like within the you know the last three seasons or so. Trying to find someone in that area. Uh, I opened up the index, so I'm going to see if I can figure this out. Yeah, I got mine open too. Let me see. Um. How's uh, Palpa Turner been doing? He's been doing decent. I think he was in contention for linebacker of the year. 
last season. Mm-hmm. So far, he's had a decent start. 18, 18 um, tackles, two sacks. Actually, really good start. He's leading the league right now, tied with the league. And I haven't heard that season, much talk about him, though. Before this season, I would say someone like McDonald, like Zeke's wide receiver, he like he's been pretty good this season. Mm-hmm. What's it got? Um, am I looking at the right thing? Yeah, I am. Um, eight catches, one hundred ninety-seven yards, four TDs. That's not bad at all. Let's see. Who else we have here? No, nobody made any plays in the return game yet, from what I'm seeing. Yeah. Still early. Someone, I think someone today scored a return TD. Oh, yeah? In like, in like the weird like Memphis-Wisconsin game, which had like 96 points in total. I think Dale Cooper got a kickoff TD. I'm going to double check that. Yep, you're right. Uh, 100 yards. Good call on that. Too bad it wasn't enough. Yeah. Because they just dropped. They dropped. Dang, they dropped 55 on the head. That's crazy. That's what happens when the salary cap lowers and you decide to prioritize offense. Shoot, number one offense. They better help it keep on going. Like right now, I got Wisconsin at the top. Yeah, New York could sneak in at the second spot. Mm-hmm. The New York versus Miami game will be interesting. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's only been three games. Memphis could easily just go in and get first place again. So, who knows? Gotta wait and see. But I'm liking, I'm liking how it's starting out. You know, like the, looks like the cream of the crop has been starting out really nice. Seen a couple upsets already. Um, Toronto's been doing it two and one, which is interesting because they were like they didn't. Would yeah, you, they were fancy team. Would you give a GM of the year to uh, Mick Wolf if they make it? I was actually, I was actually thinking about that today, but like, I think yes, if he even if he doesn't make the playoffs. If he can get like a solid amount of wins, considering how he made all those moves to like help his team and get all those draft picks, mm-hmm. I would give him GM of the year. Like last year, you mm-hmm. can't give it to him because he hasn't picked. He got all the picks, but he hasn't done anything with them. So, like this season, it's a possibility. Looks like all those trades are paying off so far, especially at that game today. Yeah. Like- Will Carson plus Staubach. Well, they did get their first L to us. Yeah. But considering that, you know, um, Staubach still had a pretty decent game. 
the running game could use some work. I'm just interested to know how Memphis will do against New York because we do have a pretty like bad pass defense. Mm-hmm. Like defense is like our only like active defensive back, I think. And he's at, he's like regressed for like five seasons or something like that. And this is his last season. You know, Deontay's been putting in a little bit of work. He could use a he could use a little bit more juice, but up to this yeah. point, I can't be mad at him. He's he's done his uh his uh career PT, and he I think he fully progressed this past week. Um, so I got to see if he could keep it up. You know, I've been telling him to just hey, get that speed up above anything else. Get the speed up. Yeah, and hopefully he could keep it going. But so far, he's been holding his own. I mean, I've, I'm looking at the stats and everything. I've I've seen worse performances from cornerbacks. I mean, looking the at end, the hmm? a low TPE updating cornerback is better than like an 800 TPE cornerback who's regressing. At least we'll get better. Memphis is going to fall off next season once Carswell and Vorschlag get get regressed. Next season has to be ours because I'm in my last season before regression. You're pretty solid mm-hmm. out there, like 800, 900 TP, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just cracked 800 TP before this uh, offseason started. So Yeah, that's good. So yeah, somewhere around like... Nine fifty, maybe a thousand. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see if there's any other questions. All right. Where do you left okay, hand who, go? He said, "Who do? Who would you say is your top contender for the ECFA chip?" It's hard for me to not sound so biased, but I, I, I got these pirates. <laughs> but no, um, I got the pirates, Hades Creek, of course. You can't sleep on them. That's on the uh, on the legend side. On the hero side, I'm a little torn. Like, I don't want to put all my eggs in the basket for Savage City, but they've been playing so well up to this point. But I still need to see a little bit more for them before I say hey, this team is legit. I still I can't really slip on anything that Athens is doing right now because they just seem to find a way all the time. <laughs> yeah, to somehow make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manchester, they got a slow start, but they got all the talent in the world to do some damage. And just I can see them going far. Mm-hmm. Playoffs is a time where even if like, there's a fluke in active team that did good during the regular season, in playoffs, everyone's already been progressed and like updated, so that's where they get caught out. My, I think the issue with um, the Pirates long-term is that, like, like I was saying before, like most of the team is capped or approaching the cap, so there isn't too much of a ceiling we could go this season so like 
if the other teams are catching up, they might catch the Pirates slipping late if they make the playoffs. And I, I would hate for that to happen because, like, the team is strong in almost every asset that I'm seeing right now. Um, let me see. If I was to say who's going to make the championship, I think either one of those two teams I said before, Hades Creek or Biscayne Bay, is going to make it from the legend side. And on the uh, hero side, I think it's probably going to be Athens or Manchester. Uh, the yeah, Heroes think, Conference so. is going to be a, a real cluster, as it always is. Because hey. you have a lot of <laughs> really good teams. The Heroes Conference, through three games, no one has zero wins yet. So, like, the only um, what two... Are you, what are, what are you two thoughts of um, Lincoln declaring that they're going to make the playoffs this year, and they want to 0-3 start right now? I'm pretty confident they're not gonna make it, but I mean they have like what they have they have one like one ninety nine guy who isn't uncapping so he can't get any better. Their QB is one they can't get any better. And then mm-hmm. only, they only have uh Flex's defensive player plus a who, kicker. Mid, kicker and then midnight's running back and cornerback. And uh, a coach of stars, tight end. I mean, they're decent, but like, I don't know. Other than flex, and me, a coach also since he's an auto twelve. But I don't really know how good they're going to progress. I mean, they're on the right track. It was good that they're getting all these like, actually, they're getting like players who are like recreates or like sim, sim league like professionals or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's enough. They do have like a lot of inactives. I looked at their signing day post, and they have at least half their team is inactives right now. See, my my thought process on that is they have a lot of inactives, but Grand Rapids also has a lot of inactives. And honestly, when you look at them, when you look at a tape, for, I mean, like TPE per TPE, um, Lincoln's going to be the more progressed team than Grand Rapids is when, like, when the season's done. I assume they don't just like fall off. But, yeah. but that's kind of my thought process on it. Like, they're going to battle for the fourth spot. It looks like the top three is going to be set again. Well, mm-hmm. that's assume. That's also assuming like uh, Anchorage doesn't fall off. Yeah, but I, 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 would like, I, I, I'll, I don't say it to sound like mean or anything like that, but like that's, I mean, that's like the assumption right there, though. Like, even with you know the rookie, not the rookie, the freshman quarterback, that um Anchorage guy, you know, like this, it's tough for them young boys. So like, if they have a few stretch of bad games, I think they could possibly get taken over. Possible. Right now, I see something like. Hades first, Biscayne second, Dead Valley third, Anchorage fourth, Lincoln fifth, and Grand Rapids. That's how I'm seeing the Legends Conference. Mm-hmm. And because of Savage City's a hot start, I can see them coming in at like the fourth seed. Like I can see them making the playoffs. The preseason predictions, I didn't think they would, but. Maybe underclass knows 
some strat tricks or whatever. We'll have to see. Yeah, uh, right. Savage City has gotten off to a way better start than I thought they would. Like I was telling, uh, I was telling, um, I was telling Sid. Hello? We're good? Oh. He gone. Are we back? Yeah, I think the voice went blank and I couldn't hear anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay, we can move on to the next question. It's the last one from Scoot. You're going to make an EFL team and can take a player from other teams. Who's the first player to choose to start your offense and the first player to choose to start the defense? Hmm. Is this Good even allowed? Would this be tampering to say I'd want them on my team? Well, <laughs> this is a this is like building a fantasy team. True. Okay. We're building an, uh, basically our own Pro Bowl team. I think pretty easily offense is Turner's player. I mean, yeah, you'd year two, I think. Yeah, year two, and he's older. He like has like a bunch of carryover, like eight hundred TP or something. So like you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, for sure. Especially since you know he's a really solid earner who's not, you don't really expect him to fall off the face of the earth anytime soon either. Yeah. Out of 12. On defense, I think you would also go with Turner again. Yeah, because... you just. Yeah, Pulpa Turner is like year three. Yeah, year three, and then. Linebacker can't go wrong. Yep. Yeah, linebackers are really underrated now. They're all starting to get less stats because everyone else is so good, but they're really crucial to a defense, especially at the lower levels. Yeah. Sorry, I had a little technical difficulties there. I'm back. <laughs> I think we've had technical difficulties for at least like all of them. Oh god. <laughs> Alright, I guess that's it. Do we have okay we can just go over the stuff we wanted to go over. Uh let's see. Okay, this is interesting. how did you guys become ADs? Okay, who wants to go uh, first? Wanna go that's first? Least, uh no, go. I think Sid is the oldest AD technically, so maybe you should go first. I'm also the youngest, like, by age, so... Alright. Young enough? Basically, let's see, I joined season 16 or whatever, and I saw all the 80s and stuff. I was in, like, Notre Dame and Oregon. Both locker rooms are pretty inactive until, like, Kate came my second season. But then, like, I knew I was pretty interested in all of it. I was just asking people about how it would work and stuff. And then my... 
second season, I saw AD application. Did there was like a thread for it? I found that out, and then I DM Turner asking him about it, and he was just like, "Yeah, at some point you'll you could probably get it if you keep being super active." And then I just waited, and then at the end the off season, I asked him again, and he said, "I'm I'm builder AD for LSU right now, since on my wings has to do some other stuff." So you can take over for me after a season. So then I assistant AD for a season. Kind of like learned mm-hmm. a little bit. Like a bunch of people like reached out and kind of gave me help like flex. Even before I was on Seattle, he invited me to the locker room. And added me to their, his strats DM. So I could kind of like see how it all worked. And yeah, that's basically... All right, Stacks, you're technically next. Okay, well, um, most of you already know, like, how I started. Like, I used to be with the Miami Hurricanes when I first joined the league. And, you know, Redog, he was really helpful in showing me the ropes, like, just from the initial, you know, like, just going out the gate. And, you know, like, I've been running strats past three or four seasons while I was with them. And eventually, when it came down to me actually joining the joining the ranks of being AD, um, Flex was hitting me up, DM me like every day. It was like, you know, how how interested are you in actually joining up and actually becoming AD? I was like, I'm up for it. Like, I haven't really thought about doing. It. I was just helping out because Re wasn't, you know, Re was kind of busy doing what he was doing. And like you said, we're getting we may we may or may not be getting close to. Um, expansion coming soon and you know like if you wanted the spot you know like we've seen how you've done we've seen how active you've been it's like we like the bod's been saying like we definitely want you up here and i was like hey sign me up and i've been doing it ever since like you know just helping out and doing my thing and love it so far (laughs) what people don't know about is how in like your first or second season you actually got into the AD office because, like, Re said that you should since he was, like, gone. And then you were there, <laughs> there for, like, like three hours until, like, someone kicked you out. Man, I was so mad because it, so, it was lit up in there. Now, like, I was like, I was having so much fun. Y'all just making me leave. <laughs> don't, let, don't kick me out of here. I'm going to be back. And sure enough, I, I was back. All right, Lefty, your turn. Okay, so I joined back in season 17, I think. I was a red shirt. Yeah, 17. Yeah. I joined the uh, the Hurricanes and the Ducks. Uh, after a couple of seasons in Oregon, uh, Kate announced that she was stepping down. And at this point, I was a, a, an AD or the equivalent of an AD in the SBA, and I wasn't really interested in doing two leagues until I saw that Kate was stepping down. So I didn't really think about becoming an AD over here until I was like, oh, wait, I want to keep what we have in Oregon. So I applied for the job, but it ended up going to, uh, I think, Zeke, who has it now. Yeah. So yeah, I, was, Zeke. I was admittingly a little bit pissed about that but <laughs> like I think like two weeks later Flex DMs me is like uh, we got a spot open if you want it I was like oh okay 
He said, <laughs> you're, you've, you've missed like all of the recruiting season, but I'm sure people will give you some filler. So I was like, okay. Of course. <laughs> Interesting. And I, th- I DM Turner. It's like, has the logo been decided? And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. I was like, okay, cool. And then when the team was announced, I was like, and he said, he said something about me accepting the logo. And I was like, wait a minute. I had a choice about that. But <laughs> I like the I like the Athens Carnage. And it is. I didn't, yeah. Uh, I think I put together a team in like a week and a half. I, yeah, everyone um, just donated their fillers. I think, yeah, I think I had Jets, um, OMG, and Flex. Cool. You even I had, had my, the, you had my filler for a season until I took it back. Yes. He's still the best tight end in Athens history. <laughs> yeah. Ironically. Um, but yeah, I got... A lot. I got a rude awakening to how good Stax is at recruiting. <laughs> I, I was able to get a solid core together, and I think uh, that group that I got in my first season was a big part of why we won the following season. Because I got Ferg, mm-hmm. KDD, Acid. I got a lot of people. Well, the big thing is I got two really good running backs. And a really solid linebacker core. And everything else was just, I built around it. I mean, we, Athens has never been a multi dimensional offense. I'm going to say it like that. <laughs> We've been very clear about what we like to do, and it just works. So, anyways, yeah, I, I originally applied to become the next Oregon AD. Zeke got promoted instead of me. Two weeks later, the uh, Flex tells me that the uh, Georgia AD is AFK and the spot is mine if I want it. And so, yeah, that's how I got it. It's interesting. We all have like a different path to getting the AD ranks and everything. Yeah. I basically begged Turner to give me the AD job. And then Flex was begging Stax to get the AD job. Yeah, yep. and then... <laughs> you just kind of got it because, because one guy didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was, I, I, I didn't get the job, but I was next in line, I guess. I mean, it all worked out. I got a ring now, so... See, I was going to make a joke about him being the silver medal because he didn't get it initially and then he ends up winning the championship. So, like, he got the gold. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do you guys have any hot takes for the rest of the season? Apollo Kings winning MVP. Apollo Kings winning MVP, okay. Mm-hmm. AK forty seven, and, and and he's and he's gonna and he's gonna score over twenty five total touchdowns, and over um thirteen hundred rushing yards. Twenty five rushing TDs or just in total TDs? Rushing total, he's gonna have over thirty. 
Okay, you're relying. You're assuming that my QB is actually going to do good and pass the ball to you. I mean, you got. I mean, yeah, that's all I'm saying. No, I, shoot, this past game he got like five catches. I mean, no, you you know I'm good for like at least a solid twenty five yard pass every game. That's that's usually what he does. <laughs> I just got to be yeah, in the right spot. Yeah. Okay. Um. See what else do we got here? I think that Manchester will actually win a playoff game. That, that's, that's not really a hot pretty... take. <laughs> it's a hot I take, and it's everyone, not a hot take. Every... Take it's hot. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone every season assumes that this season is going to be the season we actually win because we're we actually have like a decent roster every season. And then we, uh, Wheaties or Slash Turner disappoints me. And then here I come along. I just take my two running backs and go, haha, rushing go burr, and somehow oh. go to the finals. I'm still trying to figure out how you got last, got there last year. <laughs> like, it was um, supposed to be your fall off season, and then you still ended up getting there. I'm like, I thought we were both going through the same thing. We're going to fall off a little bit, and then you end up going to the championship, and I get blown out in the playoffs. And I was like, we're far behind right now. By I Zeke of all from... teams. <laughs> I'm just trying to stay undefeated against Zeke. It's like, what, um, 3 three and oh right now? I have, like, a really bad regular season record against Zeke and almost every team. But playoff record-wise, I'm pretty solid. <laughs> like, I'm, I, like, 1-4. I'm 1-4 against Stax. But my one win is in, well, the, the championship. Your one win is worth five. Mine are just a regular one, each one. So it's technically five to four you. <laughs> I need 12 wins this season to reach 50 wins as an AD just from LSU to like now. Oh, that's cool. I think I'm approaching 40 now. I think I'm on like 35, 36 right now. I should be able to hit that. Um, I think I'm sitting at around 24 because I went 3 and 13, then 12 and 4, then 9 and 7. So I think that's 24 if I remember what I put in my SIG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so I, I think I have 30 uh, ECFA wins. That includes playoffs or just regular season? Yeah, I, I, didn't, I haven't counted playoffs. That would be another mm-hmm. five wins, I think. So I win 7-9, 15-1, and 9-7. Nice. And I then I lost every playoffs cool. I've been in at least once. And in my 15-1 season, I won the divisional game and the conference game. So I'm 2-3 in the playoffs right now. Two, yeah, 2-3 in the playoffs. 4-10 mm-hmm. lost in the... 4-10 lost in the semis. 4-10 again didn't make the playoffs. Then 11-5 lost in the quarterfinals. 10-6 Lost in the quarterfinals and then nine and seven lost in the quarterfinals. I'm again. hoping to make a three-peat of reaching the um or be, re- reaching the conference finals. People um, ask how me do you how... make those uh, 
How do you make those uh those trophies? Oh, um, I googled template uh, trophy template, um, and I found it. Actually, That's if you so if you want, yeah, I think I saw that uh, Shark used it for his, and I was like, hmm. well, I thought Shark copied it from you. Oh no 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 yeah. no! He did his first. <laughs> I copied him. I, I was just the one who posted it in like a global Discord instead of just the Hades Creek one. Mm. Like Shark did. Of course, people like ask me how is Athens doing so well. I'm like, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I can get test sims that we're going to get blown out and then we like win, and I have no idea why. <laughs> I mean, I do have a pretty solid strat set, I think. I really mm -hmm. like the run game the way I've set up and uh, the game manager the way I have been, uh, Bobby. I am looking to get him more involved, but at the same time, I don't want to jeopardize. It's something I'll have to test more as the season goes on. Mm -hmm. I need to get more passing, passing attempts. I didn't change a single strat or like percentage, and then Prezi went from thirty throws a game to fifteen throws a game this season. And then Scoot's getting like, and that's the fifteen attempts, not fifteen completions. And Scoot's mm. getting like two, two receptions, and then like everyone else is getting one reception, and then yeah. Yeah, the the uh, the sim engine that we have is really weird. I'm gonna say that. That's an understatement of the century, my friend. <laughs> oh man, the amount of games I've lost because of poor time management. Uh, poor Tack, man. He's been doing this forever, and he's had to experience more heartbreak than all of us combined. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I've like I've been the strats have been looking so good so far so good for like a majority of teams that I've tested against like before the season started. I'm gonna hit the lab one more time tonight, but like I'm kind of iffy on it. I'm just gonna let it run. Whatever happens, happens. I trust my team. <laughs> yeah, that's some. Yeah, that's really nice when you have strats that you trust and you can just like. You know what? I'm just gonna not touch it, cause that's what happened. Um, my f my three seasons, I started touching strats and we started losing. So I was like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm gonna go back to what we had, and then we started winning again. I'm very superstitious with my yes. strats. <laughs> like, I feel like if I change one thing, it was, I was like, shush, I changed it. I kept it. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna keep beating myself up over yeah, like, God. Why did I change it? <laughs> yeah, that right. was me season 19 and season 20 playoffs. I ended up like changing on something, and then I, I regretted it after we lost. I'm like, what happens if we didn't change it? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. always something that you'll have in your brain, or like if you lose, you're like, oh no, should I have changed something? Yeah, that, and then I didn't change anything this season, and then I thought, I, know, I probably should have tested more. I don't really test for anything other than tempo. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, tempo. I've found that you really don't go any slower than uh, slow or fast or slow. 
Uh, very slow does not work well, at least from my test students. I've been running very, very slow. Very slow will screw you. Very slow yeah. will screw you if you don't get the right start. If your team doesn't like hold them off and your team doesn't score, force to actually have to compete and actually try to move down the field, you'll be screwed with the very slow. Yeah. Cause I think it bumps yeah, it up back I... two. I think it bumps it up two or something like that when you get close to like the fourth quarter and you're down. Like instead of being very slow, you'll move to normal or something like that. I forgot what the ag- algorithm. I can't speak algorithm is for that, but um, yeah, like I I have ran very slow and since I was like in my first season. Yeah, same. I stayed, I stayed back when I was that. just looking to keep the ball in the in my running back sands as far as, as far as possible. Mm-hmm. I think Athens was only like a couple points away from having like a a seven and nine season though. We had some really close losses that first season. Mm-hmm. Which probably uh, was due to me running very slow for uh, a lot of the games. <laughs> Looking back, <laughs> what else we got here? I I gotta go soon, so you we should just like close it off. Any like last thoughts or whatever? All right, okay. sounds good to me. Uh, do you guys have any last thoughts? Uh, um, best of luck. Best of luck to the, um, your teams. Um, yes. Like, most definitely, you know, may the DDS uh, sim gods be working your favor. And whenever you play against the Pirates, make sure you make sure you put your uh, worst strats against us so we can go to 16-0 and, and yeah, we'll, be, we'll all be happy. I'm not good awesome. enough to set bad strats. I don't know what a bad <laughs> strat is. F. <laughs> and may your QB builds be great and your running be fine. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, don't put all of your points into accuracy and a little bit of <laughs> and nothing in intelligence. Or you will be end up throwing oh, no, like eighteen passes and zero incompletions. And you won't throw any picks, but (laughs) nothing intelligent. You'll end up getting sacked 15 times a game. (laughs) He he had 36. He had one in intelligence. He had 36 intelligence. So it's not like he he forgot about the attribute. Like, if we to just skip the attribute, he knew it was there. And then he added That's so bad. (laughs) It's so bad. I, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'll, I'll say it on the record here. Like, I, I, I actually wanted to just not say anything. <laughs> and I'm still mad. <laughs> even though the Pirates won against them, I'm not mad at them. Like, if we lost against them and it's because they had a really good quarterback game, I'm going to out Julian Falk is a beast. Yeah. Most definitely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we were just talk- you were talking about him earlier. Yeah, in the beginning. For future stars, oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. He's gonna he's he's gonna be the next uh, Tepe. He's he's the next he's the next Tepe in line. Yeah, yeah. And Starback is the next Carswell. I think I think they I think that's how it's gonna be. But who's yeah, better? They both had like the same number of MVPs. Actually, Reno might have an extra MVP over him, but then Vince has the Offensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. The real question is, who's going to be the next Sid? Next Sid? 
You talking yeah, about like, like losing the first round of playoffs or what? Or like his QB wise. Because <laughs> Sid has always like been the like the third or fourth man out when it comes to QB discussions. See, um, long arm is lucky because what's that called? I have a thing where I'm drafted in the season two seasons in the two seasons before me, a good QB was drafted. And then long arm lucky because he has like a break between there's like me one season and then him. So he has like an extra season to be the top QB. And like win an award. But then but the thing all... is all this talk and we haven't spoke anything about Mancheetah. About who? Mancheetah oh, yeah, Man Man yeah. is just um he's Actually, in the category yeah. all by himself. Never <laughs> he's not gonna win any awards. I think Mancheetah Aldrich has more TP than him. I think I have more TP than long arm. How much does he have? I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. Well, we said we were going to wrap pirates. it up, and now we're still talking on like we're some sort of Baptist culture in the South. All right, end it. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for All listening. Right. Yes. For whoever listened. Thanks for having me. Yes. Goodbye. Right, Welcome. Or, sorry, bye. Yes. <laughs> say welcome. <laughs> okay, it's midnight. Okay, cut me some slack. No. <laughs> Just fine.